Good evening. This is Tiffany Roman coming to you live with another episode of Small Biz Highlight. I apologize for starting a little late. Completely my fault. Technology issues. Uh, anyway, you know how it goes. It just happens sometimes. Um, and thankfully, I have amazing guests that when it do, when it does happen, they are completely understanding. It's so great. All right, so let's go quick through our little intro here. We are sponsored today by the Small Biz Highlight app. That's right, we have our own app available on Android and um, Apple devices through the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. All of our episodes, podcast episodes, anything you want to know about Small Biz Highlight is right there at your fingertips, including our brand new Small Biz Highlight community, our own networking community within the app. So much coming with that. So please stay tuned. I want to apologize for my voice. <clears throat> I am not feeling well. I thought it would be fun to run around in the rain on Friday, helping out <laughs> with some stuff for the army. And I ended up with this. So I'm going to get through it, though, I promise. We are live with StreamYard. So if you are catching us live on Facebook, hi. <laughs> We'd love to see your comments, your questions on the screen and have them featured on the show live. Um, but it would also be nice to know who is talking to us and maybe even see your profile photos. So uh, it's very simple. You just go to StreamYard.com slash Facebook. allows them to talk to each other so that that can happen. All right. This year, we have been promoting the hashtag 2020U, the year of more self-acceptance, more self-love, and more faith in yourself. It's been a journey for me, and it's been one that's been teaching me a lot about myself, about how I am as a mother, um, all of that, and it's been a really great opportunity uh, to really learn more about myself, and I have been <laughs> selfishly losing, using all of you as my accountability partners, and I welcome you to use me as yours, or get a friend, join in, a family member, you wouldn't believe how rewarding it can be to actually take the time to really learn about yourself and learn how to love yourself. It, it takes a lot of work, just like anything else, but it is worth it. It's been very rewarding, so far at least. <laughs> all right, so enough about me. We're going to stop talking about me. Tonight is all about my guest, and uh, just like every other time I go live, I did not take the time to ask him how to pronounce his name. Now, I'm hoping it's straightforward the way it's spelled, but you know how nowadays it's just not the case. But, okay, so Sean Easy, channel, I'm hoping, is how his last name is pronounced. <laughs> um, but I'm so excited to have him here. I am really looking forward to picking his brain a little bit, learning more about his business. But first, of course, we got to learn who he is as a human being. So with that said, let's bring him on here. Sean! Tiffany, how are you? <laughs> how are you tonight? I'm great. I'm great. Okay, so is your name straightforward or did I butcher it? It's channel, just like TV. Okay. Some people are really fancy about their names sometimes. You no. never know nowadays. Most people actually pronounce it Chanel, but it is channel. Uh, <laughs> See, I'm telling you. All right. Well, I'm glad because 
I tell you, I, I usually am pretty good about it, but sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. But eh, I haven't had anybody, you know, beat me over the head with anything lately. So that's good. It's good. That is good. <laughs> they're usually pretty, they're they're usually pretty nice about it. I just gotta get used to asking beforehand. I don't know why I, that's one thing I always forget to ask before I go live. Well, was that All right. Was, right? <laughs> well, I am excited to have you here. Um, you know, I really wanted to start the show with my first question that I always start with. It's a very simple one, but sometimes trips people up a little bit, gets them off their comfort zone a little bit, which I love. Okay. So, Sean, help my viewers get to know you a little bit. Who are you? Oh, geez. Um, so I'd say I'm a work in progress. Uh, I think it's probably the most accurate description of who I am. I, you know, I'm someone that's uh, probably a student is one of the, the big aspects of who I am. Uh, I'm always trying to learn, evolve, grow. Uh, you know, I, I believe that we as people uh, should constantly be growing and, and changing and evolving. And so that is something that is, you know, a core value of mine, a core belief of mine. And, you know, it's, uh, I've got a couple, so I'm a father and a husband and, and all of those things too. And one of the things, my daughter is uh, 18 and just graduating from high school this year. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. But, you know, you hear people say, well, now you're a grown up. And one of the conversations <laughs> I had with her recently was, you know what? I don't want you to be grown up. Uh, grown up implies that you're done growing. And realistically, I hope you've got another, you know, 80 plus years of growing to do. Uh, so, you know, when I think about who I am, I'm really, you know, I'm just someone who's trying to continue to grow and learn and, and become better. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I, we tried so hard when we were kids to get to be grown ups as fast as we could. Then we get there and we're like, wait a minute, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Or we get there and we're like, okay, well, now where do I go from here? And you're right. I mean, I don't think we're ever done growing up. I think it's constant growth that we're doing until the day, you know, we leave this earth, however, which way manner that is. Um, you know, because we're always learning, always, you know, seeing something new. There's always something, you know, that we never heard before. And, you know, it this world is just crazy like that so i absolutely agree with that yeah so thank you oh yeah, of course i mean great question <laughs> i think it's been a while since someone's asked me that that's got to be so exciting though that your daughter graduated high school i've been seeing all the pictures on social media of everybody for uh graduations and um you know proms and all that crazy stuff oh i'm so far away from that i am not in a hurry to see my boys <laughs> grow up <laughs> yeah no you? but i know it's got to be fun and rewarding to see where how she's grown through the years oh yeah yeah well i mean it's you know um and it's so funny because you know they, they they think that they're and i did too right at 18 19 that i had the world figured out <laughs> and then it, you just start a whole new chapter of figuring things out yeah wow Oof. I remember those days. <laughs> I do. It feels like so long ago. It's so crazy. But, you know, I wish her all the best. 
And oh, I mean, oof, life. Life is going to be interesting. I hope it's a lot of fun for her and she's willing to accept everything that's thrown at her with no problem. I'm sure she will with you as a dad, because I mean, now you have this business of yours called Just Launch, right? Yes. What is this all about? What is Just Launch? So we help small businesses launch and scale their sales teams. Um, so for you know, a lot of businesses, they get to a point where the business owner is kind of tapped out. Uh, you know, when, you, when you're starting a small business, typically you're playing a lot of roles, and one of those roles mm-hmm. is salesperson. Uh, you're responsible for going out and making those connections and closing deals and, and doing all that. Uh, but you can only do so much as an individual. So at some point, you have to consider bringing on a salesperson or two or, or ten. Uh, we help with that process. So. You know, we help with the recruiting, the interviewing, the hiring, the training, um, the coaching, the managing, really kind of get those salespeople up and running so that, you know, as a business owner, you can focus on running your business instead of being a salesperson. And yeah. you build out a, we help them build out a sales team, and then that sales team is up and running, and then they can grow as they need to. Wow. Okay. So what type, what example of businesses, what are some of the examples of businesses that you've uh, worked with so far? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> it's, it's been a pretty interesting uh, gamut. So my, my background is uh, a lot of technology sales. So I spent okay. about 15 years in technology. So I've worked with several uh, small, you know, kind of IT resellers, VARs, technology companies. Uh, but I've also branched out into working with uh language translation companies. Um, I've done with some financial services companies. Uh, we worked with a uh, company that, um, you know, their focus was kind of on door-to-door sales. Uh, huh. I, and I did two, two years of door-to-door sales um, way back in the day. So, you know, I, I've done real estate and car sales, door-to-door and, and technology sales. Oh, so wow. Ran the gamut. Um, and so I've just we've got an opportunity to help a lot of different types of businesses out there. Huh. So you have a lot of background in all kinds of different <laughs> uh, different uh, fields of work, which I'm sure comes in handy when it comes to talking to other businesses about how you can help them get those people, those salespeople to help them in their business. Um, this kind of business and service that you provide has to be so helpful to a lot of different types of businesses. Um, You know, especially because like you said, a lot of small businesses start with one, two people at max that are trying to do everything by themselves. And I think networking and trying to get the word out about the business has to be the hardest part of it. In my opinion, I will say. You know, because that takes so much time out of your schedule and then you have life, then you have all the other things in the aspects of the business to take care of that, you know, you can't, you feel like you're being pulled in so many different directions and, you know, wishing you were able to clone yourself kind of deal. <laughs> yeah, and in a way you're trying, your business is basically helping people get out of that arena where they feel overwhelmed and pulling at all different ends of the earth right it is it's, in fact it's one of the things that people thank me most about is that the, the the time that they get back it's either you know whether it's focusing 
time on other aspects of their business they know they've been ignoring or just simply the ability to spend more time with their family and and you know live life they're not having to you know cold call they're not having to respond to every email that comes in they're not having to you know take all the meetings and do all the things and so it really does free up a lot of time so what is the process that someone would go through when it comes to uh, working with you? Is there like an introductory call that you would start out with? Uh, how does that work? Yeah. Um, so typically we have a couple conversations before we start working together. Um, okay. To really understand where they're at in their business uh, and what they're trying to accomplish. And so, you know, we have to look at uh, what type of salesperson that they might need. Uh, there's different, you know, do you need someone that's, reaching out via phone call you need someone that is responding to emails do you need someone that's you know actually out in the field meeting with clients so we need to understand you know what type of salesperson they need we need to understand how they want to compensate those uh, individuals or individual you know what those long-term goals are for them you know over the next six months to you know two or three years and so it typically takes um you know some some time really understand what they're trying to accomplish and then we put together a, a plan on how to get there and then we launch that plan and start building the team huh. so you're like a recruiter of sorts where like you're taking the guesswork out of finding these people and helping you know them get the help they need that matches their needs kind of yeah like a recruiter of sorts yeah i like that I mean, it takes a lot of work, I would have to assume, because one, you have to get used, you have to get to know the person, their business, what they actually need help with, because sometimes people are just so overwhelmed, they don't even know what they need help with. And then it takes conversations with you, I'm sure, to finally break it down and be like, okay, this is what we're looking for. Now let's go find it. Um, so after someone has those calls, you determine what their needs are and whatnot, then what happens? The plan ensues with like a month-to-month um, uh, -month kind of thing, or how does that work particularly? Yeah, um, depending on what their needs are, uh, the engagements are usually three months to a year. Um, so okay. you know, a lot of the heavy lifting is obviously up front, uh, where we're doing the recruiting or the interviewing and the hiring and then the sales training. And then, you know, it kind of tapers down as uh, the salesperson is you know, getting more comfortable and, and um, solid in their foundation you know luckily uh my background you know I, I did sales for a number of years i was a sales manager for a number of years and then i moved into sales enablement and so i've gotten to kind of experience the whole gamut of sales in addition to owning a couple of small businesses over the years myself so uh you know i can really help them get that salesperson up and running so that by the time we part ways they have a system that they can then replicate so as they need to add that you know, second, third, fifth salesperson, they've got the playbooks, uh, they've got the, you know, the daily cadence, they know what CRM system they're using, uh, they know, how to, you know what to look for in the interview process. So we try and leave them with all the tools so that you know, once our engagement is done, they can then replicate that as needed. Oh, that's great. I love that. You know, there, oftentimes there's so many businesses that kind of, uh, provide a service and then they kind of make it to where the people would have to keep coming back to them kind of a deal but I love the idea that you're making it to where they can kind of end up being self-sufficient in that aspect and really feel like they're still 
having that say in their business, but also doing it to where they're helping to grow it to get the help they need so that they can relax at times finally. <laughs> All right. Oh, so you're in Texas. Yes. Um, do you primarily work with businesses in Texas or have you found yourself growing to helping businesses from all over? So uh, the answer is both. Uh, well, <laughs> really, uh, so I've just moved down here. So I've been down here nine weeks now. Um, so we was up in the Seattle area. So a lot of my clientele was based out of the Seattle market. Uh, but uh, I did have a couple customers down here in the Texas area. So I've kind of reshifted my focus over the last nine weeks to work more with clients in Texas. Okay. One of the side effects of the pandemic was that um, you know, a lot of the training, interviewing, all of those things went virtual. Yeah. So my business is uh, in some ways scaled as a result of that. Uh, I've worked with sales teams out of uh, Colombia and South America. I've done some international stuff over in uh, Europe. So I've had the opportunity to work with some different clients in different parts of the world uh, because we've moved to a virtual environment. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's so crazy. You know, the pandemic has had an effect, a different effect on so many different types of businesses. Some has been a positive effect. Some has been negative. You know, some just never really had an effect. or they were, you know, a product of the pandemic where they, you know, someone just decided, I'm going to do this. Let's go. Um, how do you feel besides, you know, having to shift into the virtual world or whatever? How else do you feel the pandemic had an effect on your business? Uh, so it was kind of a, a launching pad for me. So I had started doing sales training. So I was working for a corporate uh, company, IT, um, as the you know director of sales enablement. And oh, okay. built out the whole, you know, sales enablement department for them over the course of five years. Pandemic happened, and you know, we stopped hiring salespeople. We reduced headcount across the, the entire oh. company, and I was a, a casualty of that. Uh, I fortunately had already started Just Launch, um, had a podcast up. I'd then uh, started doing sales training on the side, and so I just really shifted my focus from you know part-time business to full-time. And that's really, you know, been the last couple of years for me. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of learning involved in that as too. You know, I was used to doing trainings in person. Uh, so when I was doing my sales trainings, I was always in, you know, a classroom, a conference room in front of the students. And so I had to learn how to uh -huh. train in front of a camera. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It does take some getting used to, though, because it's totally different being in front of people than being in front of a camera because you know zoom gives you the opportunity to you know see who's there and you get to see their reactions and whatnot well like on a platform like i use Streamyard, if i go live by myself i can't see who's looking at me or interacting yeah. or whatever <laughs> and it sometimes feels like you're talking to yourself per se but you yeah. know kind of like when you're recording your podcast you're talking to your podcast but you're like basically talking to whatever is in your room with you while you're recording basically it's an awkward feeling for me at least would you say it's awkward for you sometimes oh yeah you absolutely have to you know for me it's always trying to picture the audience and yeah i don't you know doing um 
phone sales for so many years, you know, you're talking to somebody on the phone, you kind of start to get to that point where you picture who you're talking to. Never correctly. Uh, the few <laughs> the times I've always met clients, I'm like, that's not what I had in my head. Uh, but <laughs> it helps to picture uh, the person. And, you know, on a phone call, at least you get the the nonverbal cues as far as, you know, the, the little sounds that people make. You know, I think in our brain somewhere we associate maybe a sigh or a pause yeah. as a, a body language thing. So you're probably pretty close. But, yeah, when you have no interaction at all, I, yeah, you have to make up your own audience. <laughs> Mine are always cheering. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to take a quick break to play a quick commercial. When we come back, I'd really love to have you give the listeners and viewers um, some advice if they're in the market of looking for, you know, help in their business and hiring and whatnot. Maybe some quick tips that could help them through get started in the process or during the process. All right. So give us one second. We'll be right back. Are you tired of missed business opportunities because you don't have the marketing tools that big companies do? Do you want to generate more sales with less effort or technical knowledge? Text for More is a digital marketing solution that is both your digital brochure and web presence that connects you directly to your customers. Best of all, Text for More is proven to deliver results. In fact, some of our clients have seen their monthly revenue increase by as much as five times in the first couple of months. To get started today, text the keyword MORE to 317-342-8114 and see how we can assist you. Text for more. Next generation brochures for the digital age. Hello, if you are just joining us or catching us on our podcast, I am here with Sean Channel. He is a recruiter, basically, bottom line up front, he's a recruiter here to help you find the help you need for your business, whatever it is that you can pawn off to someone else so that it alleviates some of that pressure on you, the little things that you (laughs) can feel comfortable finally letting go because, you know, as a business owner, let's face it, we do not want to let go of things once we've been doing them the whole time. But, you know, he ten- he makes it easier for you. He really wants to help get to know you, your business, your needs, and get you the right people in there for you so that it's not just pawning it off, but then giving it to someone you can trust and someone that, you know, can help your business succeed. So before the break, I asked him if we could talk about some tips. If you are out there interested in looking for someone to hire. Uh, looking for extra help in your business. What are some things you should keep in mind? Uh, what not? What are some tips you've got for us, Sean? Sure. Um, so I would say one of the things you know when you think about uh, hiring a salesperson, and you know I've, I work with a lot of business owners who you know, they've hired a salesperson or maybe two or three, and they those people didn't last. Um, you know they you know lasted three months or lasted eight months. And they feel like there's this revolving door. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple reasons typically that happens is, you know, one, 
success in one industry and in sales doesn't always translate to success into something else. And um, you know, you either have to really find someone who's well versed in your space, and typically that's going to probably cost a little bit more money, um, or you have to be willing to train, coach, and develop those people. And so, you know, you also then, as a business owner, have to decide: Do I have the the time to coach somebody and develop somebody, or do I, you know, want to find someone who's already well versed and, and bring them into my business, and then let them do what they do? Uh, and you mentioned that one of the hard aspects for a lot of business owners is giving up control. Yes, and it's also one of the reasons that um, a lot of times that transition is, is challenging. Uh, you know. As business owners, we're extremely passionate about our business. We know our companies, we know our processes, we know what we can promise and what we can't promise. Uh, whether we do that today and, and we promise it, <laughs> knowing that we'll figure it out. And as a, a hired salesperson, I don't necessarily have that same level of passion. I necessarily don't have that same level of knowledge. And I don't necessarily know what I can promise and not promise that we can make happen. And you know, you throw that in with the combination of all our business owners. Or like you got to do it my way. You got to do it this way. You have to, you know, they're very rigid and and not wanting the creative freedom for someone else to figure out their sales strategy, and it can make for a challenging relationship. Um, and so that's one of the reasons that having that third party to you know kind of you know be the filter between the sales team and you know owner uh, can really make a big difference for them. Is you know I. I Say, hey, this works or this doesn't work. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not the, you know, sometimes I have to be the bad guy to the salesperson, but at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm more likely to push back on the owner and say, this is what will get us the best benefits. Okay. And how you sell isn't going to be how, you know, Sally or, or Johnny sells. They have to find their own way of selling. Our job is to support them through that uh, process. You know, make sure they're representing the brand the best, the, the right way. Not they're you know yes. making sure that they're not misrepresenting or misleading or lying to clients. But at the same time, you know they have to have some creative freedom. Uh, you know, one of the reasons that a lot of salespeople struggle is because they're taught one way, and that way doesn't always work. <laughs> and mm. so, as a coach, as a trainer, as a as a sales leader. You have to be open to letting people find their own path. You just help guide them, you know, down that path and, and give them suggestions and hints. And so, um, yeah. fortunately for me, I've I've literally trained and, and coached and managed uh, around 600 salespeople at this point. And so I've got a lot of experience in working with different personalities and different sales experience. And that's just something that a lot of small business owners don't have. So that really, you know, it's something that's challenging for them often. Wow. The more you talk about it, the more I can totally see how this could be such a, not daunting, but like overwhelming and very scary process for some, but for somebody to go through by themselves, to go out and put themselves out there and say, yes, I need help. And now I need to find you. And then I need to train you. And then I need to. And that, but then not to have a third person like you in the middle to kind of do the checks and balances kind of thing. I, I can definitely see how that's a benefit because sometimes, you know, we get so caught up in 
our vision for the business and what we want for the business and whatever that we forget that other human beings have a, a, there's a possibility that somebody else out there has an idea that may actually work to my benefit if I would just let it happen. <laughs> yeah. And to have someone like you, then that gives that opportunity to be there. And then, you know, who knows what magic could happen? I mean, what you're doing is great. I really love the whole idea of your business. And I love how much, um, you know, background and expertise you bring to it. You, you definitely show that you're so passionate about this and that, you know, you're, I, you're so approachable. You're so, you know, you're so easy to talk to. I can see how people can just immediately feel at ease and be like, okay, Sean, find me people. Let's go. Well, it, you know, I talk about this on occasion, but, you know, I spent my first eight years in sales, not being good at it. Um, my real estate career was not nothing to write home about. Uh, my, I did two different stints in car sales. I wasn't good. Uh, the door to door, you know, it's door to door. I mean, uh, I wasn't making a lot of money. And, you know, and during that time, I, I actually launched two businesses and they both failed. And, and most of that was because I just couldn't sell the idea. I couldn't sell myself. I couldn't sell the business to potential clients. And so, you know, there's a lot of failure on my part uh, that, you know, resulted in me getting a lot of learning and experience and knowing what doesn't work before I found out what did. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's that kind of stuff is. I think one of the things that's helpful for me as a trainer um, is, you know, I know if someone's got no sales skills, I know what that feels like. And a lot mm -hmm. of really good salespeople were always really good salespeople. And so they don't necessarily know how to relate to somebody who's not. And so, you know, I even work with a lot of business owners who didn't realize they were going to have to do as many sales, you know, that sales would be such a big part of their business. And oftentimes they're just kind of like, I need a coach. I need someone to train me. <laughs> I'm maybe not ready for the sales team yet, but I'm struggling as a salesperson. Can you work with me? Mm. So, you know, that's not our primary focus, but it is something that we do is just work individually with business owners to help them become better at sales. Wow. And yes, that's so important that you bring that up because, you know, experience doesn't necessarily mean all the wins because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> We, we don't learn to ride a bike on the first time. We fall a bunch of times. I remember a lot of skinned knees and elbows back in my day when I tried to learn how to ride a bicycle. But we kept going and then eventually learned what had to be done to keep going, to actually, you know, pedal away and go down the road without killing yourself. So the same goes with business. You have to be willing to take those hits and they hurt. <laughs> they hurt sometimes. And sometimes they really bring you down. They make you second guess whether this is something you should be doing and whatnot. But then there's always that one thing that comes around. And you're like, wait, this makes sense. I like this. Let's go with it. And then all of a sudden you find yourself exactly where you're meant to be. And it all was because of the little dominoes that you had in place before that, that finally toppled into what you were supposed to be doing. And I feel like that's what happened with you. And, you know, it, it, is very reminiscent to what, what happened with me and the show. I never wanted to do anything like this in my life, never intended, but somehow I ended up here and now a hundred and what, 32 episodes in. And, you know, thank you to you. And thanks to all the businesses that I featured on, you know, previously and the ones that are scheduled to go live with me in the future. I mean, 
they're the reason why I keep going and, you know, the reason why I keep building. Um, and I just love the opportunity to share businesses like yours and get, you know, the word out about what you're providing. Because, you know, I feel like it's so it's so important for other businesses to hear about what other businesses are able to do for them. You know what I mean? Because I feel like we get so caught up in our own world that we forget to figure out what other small businesses could help us because then, you know, we're so keen on going to big name companies because we're so used to hearing their names, but there's small businesses out there too, guys, just like Sean and just launch who's helping you do exactly what the big guys are doing, except he's going to actually, you know, care about what your name is, what's going on with the business. It's going to be, you know, an extension of your family per se, because you're helping build their family and their business and getting them the help they need. And you even said even providing them help sometimes. So, you know, I, it's really great what you're doing with your business. Yeah. I, well, I, and I love it. Right. And again, it stems from, you know, my own challenges and, and just, you would ask me, you know, at 20 years old when I was doing real estate, that I was going to be helping other business owners create, you know, sales teams, I would have said no way, but, um, you know, it's, it's good to be able to help people grow their businesses and at the same time, help them get, you know, more time back to do what they need to do. Absolutely. Wow. Thank you so much, Sean, for being here, giving me the opportunity to learn more about you, introduce your business to the followers and listeners. You know, it, it's been a pleasure getting to know you and hearing your story. Thank you so much. Same thing. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been great. <laughs> well, if you, whether you're catching us live or on replay or on the podcast, wherever you're finding us, thank you, first of all, for being here. Second of all, Sean's information will be in the description of the video or podcast episode. If you want to ask any more questions, want to learn more about what he's all about, reach out to him. I promise. Or for those of you watching us live, it's been scrolling at the bottom of the screen the entire episode. So really, I leave you with no excuses. <laughs> you are able to find him. Um, but thank you again for being here, for listening to Sean's story and giving me the opportunity to introduce him to you. As always, I will leave you all with your friendly reminder to put your community first by shopping small and supporting local. Thank you, everyone, and have a good night.